0: This is episode number 243 of The Homeowner Show. 244 of The Homeowner Show. 243 of The Homeowner Show. You have no... Guys, listen. (laughs) This episode is 243. Yes. But I thought it was... Two forty four. It's because I gave you the finger. You gave me four <laughs> fingers instead of three. It's a long. It's, it's a long story. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. I got no music, and I'm not going to say the. Welcome thing. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm doing all the things. You used if you're up watching all the music. If you're watching all, the, all the things are happening, and here I am again. This is what I look like. Okay. This is, this is what Craig looks like,
1: nat beards and all. Yeah, that's
0: right, <laughs> y'all. This has been a crazy start to a show already. Yep. But Craig. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean we just
1: lost a baseball game. I'm that was true. Kind of irritated about that, but yeah. I'll, I'll get over it via the bourbon. <laughs> the four <laughs> finger bourbon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely put four fingers in there. <laughs> so, uh, no, we, we got we're, we're having fun tonight because we got our friend Christy Dupuy in the studio because uh is. you know she can't not be on the show I know. twice in one year. Right. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> is number four for me, I number, think. Well, do do we count the live stuff that we've done at Baker Street? No. No, okay. Like legit like actual times
0: in the studio. Oh, so this four is number, times. Four. Four, number four. Four times. Uh-huh. And which which is still to date uh-huh. the most number of times someone has it been. It is. That's she right. holds the record. And <laughs> yeah. I imagine
1: if somebody like surpassed that record, she would start including the Baker Street appearances. I would. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Those would come into play. Nobody can beat me. <laughs> It's like this. What is that? Sign with, the sign? I'm the whiz. 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 All right. So I I have a couple of of news stories I want to hit at the top. uh Just to be, we we talked about uh a, a couple of weeks ago about uh them increasing the interest rates in order to. So if they decrease the interest rates, it's going to increase unemployment. Right. Remember, remember us talking about that. I do. That was like two episodes. Christy, ago. Christy, you remember that because you listen to the show every week, uh, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I totally remember okay. that. So for 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 those of you who don't remember, there was an interview at the at the Capitol. They were interviewing what's the guy's name? I don't know. He's he's the head of the Fed. Oh yeah. Um. And that guy. And they were they were grilling him, saying like, okay, like so if you want to cool. Uh, inflation and reduce interest rates, that's necessarily going to increase unemployment. Right. It, it was going to do the opposite of what they really wanted to do. So basically don't do it. Right. Yeah. But he was but he was saying we're gonna do that. Yeah. And so unemployment's gonna go up. It's gonna go up. Which sent me on a path of going, okay, how do we even calculate unemployment? Mm. And because I was curious, what actually counts as like unemployed? Okay. So I looked it up. All right. Um, there are uh, so the big thing for me was is let me well, okay, let me ask you guys this. Do you think part time is included as an employed person?
0: In my opinion, it should be. Uh huh. I'm guessing that it probably does actually. Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I mean.
2: In my mind, if you're part-time, you're not making enough to actually, like, pay your bills. Support your and, family. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I you, would agree you're with not, you. You're not going to work a part-time job and support an entire family. So, right. to and me, I would, I would think I would, that that would be considered
0: I uh, 100% agree with you, but right. I bet because of laws, uh-huh. I bet it is. That's it is. Guess. It ah. is included
1: in the employed statistics. So, when, okay. they give, when they give the employment percentages, it's not full-time people. It could be nothing but part-time people. Wow. Yeah. And so that that was that was a big deal to me. And it's not it's not to uh, look down upon anyone that's part-time, right? You know, because some I mean some people they're they're supplementing their spouse's income, or that, that's really all they have time for, or, or whatever reason. There's a multitude of reasons why you might be part-time, but you're really not contributing as much as a full-time person, right? To the household income, to the marketplace. Yeah, we,
2: no insurances, no yeah. benefits, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I understand that.
1: So it, but it is included in their statistics. So there are other things that are not included in the statistics. People in institutions are okay. not included in those okay. statistics. They're not considered unemployed. Okay. So people huh. in prison. Okay. People in mental facilities. People okay. in assisted living facilities. All right. People in the armed forces are not included in those statistics. What? Okay. Okay? Okay. <laughs> but
0: they are employed.
2: Yeah, I was like, if you're in the armed forces, then you're armed. You are you employed, are employed like, right. but it
1: doesn't count towards the employment rate okay. in the U.S. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it only applies to non-civilian workers. Okay. Oh. Which I thought was weird.
2: And, and they're basing that rate on people that are drawing unemployment? Because, I mean, there are some so that, people that are unemployed that you would never know they're unemployed, right? Right,
1: well, and they say that they don't. They don't use the unemployment numbers, the, the the people who are drawing on unemployment, because people can run out their unemployment benefits and still be unemployed. Okay. Um, and so it's not, it's not a reliable data point. So, and that being said, they don't... So they do it like most other surveys, where they will only survey, like, 33,000 people for these percentage rates to okay. represent the entire nation. Okay. 33,000. 33,000 people.
2: That's... Out of millions. Right.
0: Well, no. Out of billions. Billions. I mean, yeah. we... Yeah. <laughs> we now live in a world where there's 8 billion people yeah. in it. So, yeah, I mean, it's... But it, you're talking about the United States only, the not United the The United States only. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, right. but still, like, the number is staggering when thirty three yeah, thousand is, is a, like
2: a 0.001%. <laughs> yeah, point zero zero one percent yeah
0: and
1: so as i was I as mean, i was don't b- check my math because i'm really bad at math
2: <laughs> <laughs> like somebody is like i'm gonna calculate that and, it's, and they're gonna be like she really doesn't know what she's talking about no i don't because math is not my strong suit <laughs> well here
1: but here's here's a bet i'd be willing to make i bet if we included civil servants and armed forces people but cut out the part time people in that st- in that statistic. Right. I bet you unemployment would be a lot higher. I bet you're right.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and <laughs> I mean they're doing that for a reason. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah, and like and what what all one of the, the the thing I could not find is if they would double count someone who's working like three part time jobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Interesting. I couldn't find in, I couldn't find anybody to say what they do when they come across somebody who's doing something like that. Because if you count if you count the part time person once, should you count the one person who has three part time jobs as three? Yeah. Well, it just depends on how how, I mean, how many it, times do they show up in thirty three thousand. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and how many hours are they working in those three part time jobs?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, because you you can have a part time job where you're only working five hours a week. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. And, and like I, I'm of the opinion that shouldn't count. Right. Yeah. I, I think there. I mean, like, I think you could. I think you could have a threshold. I think you could say, okay, like, if you're part time, but you're only working like twenty five to thirty hours, that counts. Right. Anything below that threshold doesn't count. Yeah. Because I now now we're dealing with like just wonky math. We're like a person who's working two hours a week can be considered. You know, and like, but I and, and there there may be a threshold on that that I just haven't found, and and so if somebody out there knows that, let me know. So the other uh, weird bit of news. On a, another podcast that I was listening to this week, and I'm not going to give them any airtime, and I'm not going to give the company any airtime, because if you want it, you can pay for it. That's
0: exactly <laughs> right.
1: So, but I heard a an ad in the podcast for batteries mm. and a very specific battery ad about how their button batteries now have a safer coating that is less likely to hurt you when you swallow it. What? Now Okay. And I will, I will tell you, this is a battery brand that everyone knows. Everyone knows. And I didn't hear it just once. I have now heard it several times what? on I mean, different like, podcasts. Why are people a,
2: swallowing batteries? It is a
1: major ad campaign that this company is running about how they have improved they're button batteries. And for those of you that don't know what button yep. batteries, they're little itty-bitty tiny batteries. Like that, the
0: 2023, 2032s. Yeah, and 20 some 30, even yeah. smaller
1: than that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it, oh yeah like watch batteries, yeah. yep. so different things yep. like that, right? Yep. Goes in your key fob. And, and
1: so it, it got my brain kicked into gear. It's like, what is going on? Why are we running ads like this? Why are we virtue signaling about the, the efficacy of the safety of swallowing batteries for your brand? Like, our brand is safer to swallow than other brands? Right. And and so what I found out is that there has been a class action suit against some of these companies. There are nonprofit organizations that have been established to educate people on the dangers of swallowing batteries. So I have some numbers. I have some numbers for everyone everyone out there, okay? (laughs) Okay. How do I sign up to be a tester? That's what I want to know. Are these
2: adults or children? I mean, children, I can understand. Adults
1: is... We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So since 1985, we have a a number of recorded incidents, 55,000 recorded incidents of people swallowing batteries since 1985, okay? Of those, 181 have sustained major health problems because of that. 181. Since 1985, there have been 25 fatalities related to swallowing button batteries, okay? Oh, my goodness. So, there have been over 3,300 incidents of children under the age of 19 (laughs) swallowing batteries, okay? And the way the math actually works out is it's one child swallowing one button battery every three hours right now. Oh, my goodness.
0: Wait, so
1: you're talking, you said 33,000-something? 55,000 total incidents so, since 1985. Right. But, but how many of those are children? 3,000-something? They, they did not say of the, so what I do know, okay, what I do know is that there have been 30, so the math works out to where it's like one child swallowing one battery every hour right now. Okay. Based off the number of children that have swallowed number of batteries, I don't know when they started keeping track of that, but I do know that since 1985, it's been 55,000 incidents. Okay, and yeah. on, but over over since since 1985,
0: there have been 25 fatalities. Well, so my, or, my, our friend Eric was like, "Wow, swallowing a battery, powerful." <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Eric. Good one.
1: But like. Like, 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 put this in perspective, right? I mean, like, and, and I, I don't want to diminish the death of anyone, right? And there's actually an organization out there around. It was the little child that died that they've, that they've built this organization around. And good for them for educating people that, like, on the obvious, that, like, you shouldn't let your children swallow batteries or leave them out in the open where sure. they can swallow them. Sure. Um, Which I'm fine with. Sure. Do your thing. Is this is this worthwhile of a multi million dollar ad campaign? Which I know the brand, I know that they're spending gobs of money on this thing, and I'm not I'm not making this up. Y'all can go look up the ad.
2: So what's the dollar amount on the class action
1: lawsuit? No idea. But if you if you do a Google search, you will find the law firm that is representing the class action suit, and they have pages of stuff where yeah. you can go. Do you qualify? And that
2: and that might be where like the ad dollars come in, where it's like, okay, this is worth us spending the ad dollars on it because of what we could lose off of the class action. Could be,
0: could be. I don't know. Well, again, Eric G. brings it in because he says, "Powerful." That could be a negative experience. Oh God! (laughs) Again, again, Eric G. Well done, sir. Well done. Well done. done. (laughs) I
1: applaud you. And if he does a show on this, I want to get brought on. That's what
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those deals where in many ways, I'm just kind of like going, okay, call me a horrible person. Horrible person. I am a horrible person. Yeah. But, but so, in the, in the last almost 40 years, a whopping 25, 25 people have died. Yeah. Like, more I don't even know, like, I, I'm sure more people have been like, trampled by a muskrat i think more and people died. have died I, I, from like, pancakes right exactly <laughs> like this does not seem worthy not only does it not seem worthy to like make a class action suit against mm-hmm. but now we're gonna have <laughs> yes to get around <laughs> hey
1: we've been killing y'all for a while but it's way safer now exactly
0: <laughs> Still,
2: still not the not so safe that you should still swallow it, and you may not die. But it's just a little bit safer a little
0: than our supporters. your your chances Great. are better. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you do want to swallow a battery, swallow ours. That's right. <laughs> if you're
1: gonna make a bad decision, right? Make the best bad decision you can. It's like the new Tide Pod, right? Just, oh, the new God. Tide Pod. Did, did they do something with that? I don't, I don't well, knows. now
2: they have all the commercials where they're like, oh, you know, keep your kids safe so they don't eat these little pods. And I'm yeah. like, well, why do we even have these pods to begin with? Because we've been doing laundry for hundreds of years without a little pod that yeah. dissipates in the laundry. Yeah. So Or it's just funny.
1: keep your kid off TikTok. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's one thought. <sighs> or,
2: I mean, you know, the laundry detergent <laughs> you is not be... normally on the floor where your toddler is, like, playing. So I'm <laughs> I just
0: don't know why Craig sure why has to bring that. logic into this. <laughs> Why would you bring logic into a conversation? Well, like,
1: like with the battery thing, it's like they're dumping out a box of Legos on the ground and be like, "Here, Oops. kid,
0: stack them up." <laughs> I know, man. Crazy.
1: Oh. So, anyway, good stories. Yeah. So that's all I got in the in the uh, in the news world <laughs> for <laughs> for this week. I'll bring some fun
0: stuff next week. There you go. So, well. Uh, we'll we'll go, I mean, we've already introduced to you, everybody who's ever really listened to our podcast already knows who you, you are. You should know me. But. Kind of famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal. Kind of podcast famous know, on the tr- Homeowner Show. Trying, yeah. to, I'm <laughs> trying to really, you know, toot my I made more, you but guys. <laughs> exactly. Whatever. But, uh, yes, yeah, so welcome to the show again. Thank you. And, uh, I mean, she I know. She likes the new lights, by the way. Oh I
2: do. The lighting is phenomenal in here. It's Although, fun. I don't know if it'll help me look any better but you look fantastic
0: you look much better than either one of us do, that's for well, sure well that's great <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like that's no, not saying much kevin you did not give me a compliment just then and a
2: little bit more than that <laughs>
0: that's exactly right well if in case people don't know let's go ahead and tell people who may not know what do you do what do you, you know let's talk about you because well, it's
1: different than what she was doing before. it is so it is
0: it's quite i mean i think the last three times you were on the show was was a different business altogether yes. you shut that business down for a few different reasons yeah. um but then you're like well i can't not do stuff yeah so you found another avenue yeah
2: i mean we're not completely shut down because we're we still have a project a house we're building and in Meyerland. But, um, yeah, so I mean, it's not that same one, is it? It is. Is it? Okay. It is. We won't, we won't bring that up. (laughs) No, we won't.
1: (laughs) Even though you did.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I didn't mean to. (laughs)
1: It's,
2: it's a labor of love and, and it's going to be fantastic when it's done. So we just, we had a few hurdles we had to go through. So, um, but yeah, so I used to have expressive boulders and, um, you know, I'm not like, saying I won't ever do construction projects again. I'm just not in my forefront now. Um, But I did last May open Expressive Tile and Stone. And it's a tile showroom that we have here in Montgomery County. And we offer some really amazing tile that you can't find at the big box stores or anywhere else. We do a lot of custom stuff. And so, I mean, I just feel like, you know, a lot of times you have to go to Houston to get that kind of stuff. And... I mean, I had to go to Houston like this morning, and it was it's awful. I said I mean, it took me two hours to get to where I needed to go, and Ugh. and normally it would take me an hour and twenty minutes to get there. So forty minutes was just sitting in traffic on forty five and six ten. So who wants? Nobody wants. And plus, to do that. that
0: hour. I mean, that hour and twenty minutes alone. I mean, there's so many new new developments up here, and and frankly. Like the Woodlands area and around the lake and Montgomery, like there's some and, and even goodness, even in Willis and some of these areas, like they're really oh. growing to to build these beautiful homes, and people want something nice for a little backsplash, or they want you know their their uh, their shower to look different, or maybe a little something behind the stove, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's all different things.
2: Yeah, and I mean the thing is, is like you know I worked in the tile industry twenty years ago, 17 Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, and I worked for a a lady that had a showroom in Houston and you know she had phenomenal tile. And, you know, it was at the start of my kind of my career when I just got my degree in interior design and I just I loved working there, just couldn't do the drive. And so I kind of started working in other different areas and you know, last year, the year before that, I kind of said, you know, what's something that I can offer to this area that we don't have, you know. I mean, we've got a lot of great resources for tile and flooring, but, you know, I'm really trying to source things that you can't find everywhere else, Mm -hmm. you know. So when you come into my showroom, you're going to see stuff that you haven't seen anywhere else. And, you know, it may not be the cheapest thing, and that's really not what I'm offering. I'm offering something that's really high quality. I really vet my vendors so that we are getting stuff that, when your installer goes to install it, it's not going to, you know, different sizes or thicknesses, and they're going to have some issues with installation. I really try to make sure it's high quality and and unique.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, it really is. I mean, if you if you go even on your website, but even, really on Facebook, yeah. you, you put a lot of stuff out on Facebook. Some of the cool things that I've seen on Facebook are these, uh, the time, uh, Time enhanced videos yeah. that, you, that you do, where you just kind of speed the time, you know, as you're as you're unboxing something or whatever. And you can see some. I mean, what I love is that some of these tiles, like you can do different things with them, and the same tile will offer multiple patterns. Even that's you. That's really crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, it's just you know, and that's the other thing too is like we offer design services in the showroom. So you know, if you bring your pictures or your plans, if you're building a new house or you're doing a remodel, bring your pictures or whatever you have, and you know, we'll really, like, sit down and design something for you. So it's not just, like, you walking into, you know, a big box store and having to say, oh, yeah, I really like this. Okay, but should it go on a shower floor? Should it go on a shower wall? Is this okay for us to walk on? You know, there's certain applications that not all tile is good for. And so it's really about, like, trying to teach people, like, this is where you can use this. This is how you need to Mm. use it. And also trying to come up with some unique designs, you know, I mean, we have some really, really expensive tile in the showroom. If you fall in love with it, you don't have to do your entire bathroom in that. Let's do like a really unique panel or, you know, do it in some sort of like an accent or something like that so you can still have that tile that you really love without, you know, blowing your budget.
1: I've, I've, seen, I've seen a lot recently that are like these contrast tile, like almost almost like pieces of art on the wall. You know, where like you have like a, and the one I walked into recently was like this really bright green tile going into this really, uh, flush white tile. Yeah. You know, and there was like a weird, like line going through the wall and it was like a hexagonal tile going into like subway. Yeah. And it was, like, it looked really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, are, are you seeing lots of people do kind of stuff like that? Yeah.
2: So the installers have gotten really, really good at like, it's called scribing. And so they can take, you know, like an odd shaped tile, like a pebble and they can scribe, you know, like a subway tile so that it's, mm-hmm. you know, it matches in with that tile. With so the make, subway making tile. that cut is making called scribing? Making those cuts, is, that's called scribing. Okay. Um, okay, i so, test at the end, I? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, gonna, <laughs> a I'm, I'm learning a lot of stuff too. I mean, I've been <laughs> in the industry for, you know, 20 years and I'm still learning stuff. But, I mean, I think the thing about it too is the installers are just getting more creative. And it really is, it's not just an installation for them. It's an art yeah form it's an them, art piece you know yeah and I really I really really love that kind of stuff and you know I mean we have um we have a mosaic tile that I can take somebody's picture and they have a robot that actually takes that picture they will scale it to your specific size of like a backsplash or in your shower and it will actually make a it will take that picture and put it in mosaic tile that you can put on your wall really yeah like Some any amazing. picture, yeah. Like I have an example on, I think on my Facebook page, and it was an interior designer that did it. But it was her daughter that was. She had um, goggles on and okay. fins, and she was underwater. And mm. they took this picture of her underwater, and then they did it in black and white, and they put it in their wet bar in like their pool house area, mm-hmm. and it was so pretty. It was really really
1: neat. What, what do they call that? Do you know?
2: Oh, the, it's just a mosaic.
1: I'm going I'm to see if I can find it, Like, I mean, Lego oh. does it too, it, <laughs> so. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Way to same, bring right? it down to low <laughs> bro- I'm bro- I'm I don't know. <laughs> what do you
0: mean? What do they call it? <laughs> yeah, they use the little pieces. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's really interesting too because they're one of the only companies that does this like robot arm and they kind of put it into a computer program, I'm sure. It's, yeah. really oh, cool. it's beyond me, but, um, and then you can see this robot arm that just kind of like, takes a tile places it he has like a whole scheme of all the colors and he knows exactly where those tiles are supposed to go it's it's really huh. really interesting and so innovative
0: it's like paint by numbers whenever you get like yeah. you know like you get like this little sheet and it's like a puzzle to put on the yeah. wall you know? yeah
2: yeah it's very very unique stuff so um you know i mean i have the normal stuff i have i have you know wood look plank tiles and subway tiles and that sort of thing but I want people to learn how to use that in an interesting way because I feel like so many times people are like, "Oh, I really love gray subway tile and they just, you know, do it in a normal, you know, brick pattern or something like that." And I I want you to do something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want people to walk into their houses and just have that awe feeling or just, you know, feel like they're getting something special. And I think a lot of times people are so scared to use something different and unique cuz they're like, "Well, what's the resale value of this?" And the thing is, is, you know, if you're doing a backsplash in your kitchen, it's really not that expensive to replace a backsplash. And yeah. if you're not looking to sell your home in the next year, do what you really love.
0: Yeah, Make it make it something that you can enjoy. Yes. So my, my mother-in-law, we, we just got through moving her into her home, and it's a small 1,200 square foot uh, barn dominium. So it's small. Kitchen's not huge, but, you know, she's got a, like, a two-wall backsplash, and She really wanted the subway tile, but she wanted something that was um, kind of a kind of a country feel. So the you know not the straight lines, you know that kind of thing. And uh, she she found what she was looking for. But what's interesting is, um, and this is gonna sound like a knock against her, and I don't mean it to be, but. It will sound like that. Um, Don't so, listen to the show. Yeah, exactly. No, but but it skip was, this podcast. So it was one of those deals where she was like, "Yeah, it was it was so expensive," and I'm like, "Really? Like how much? How much more?" She was like, "Well, for like the whole thing, it was like an extra hundred and sixty dollars," and I was like, you're "I like, was like, uh, 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 you, yeah. just, you just built a hundreds of thousands of dollar house yeah. here, and you're talking about hundred, but but it was at the end. It was like one yeah. of the last things that she was putting in. She was like, we." We did this, we did that, and now well, it's and like when every dollar Well, you go dollar, over a budget tile. on everything yeah. and then it's and, like, and huh. she had not gone over everything, but it but it gets down to the point. Yeah. But it's one of those deals where it's like, okay, kind of your, to your point. I mean, you can spend all kinds of crazy dollars for for tile. Um uh, and she got, she got her uh her shower tile for it's really nice tile and she paid like 97 cents a square foot because oh, wow. yeah. she was on a closeout. Yeah. So she got a really, really ceramic, but it's really, really, really high end looking. And, um, so I'm like, well, you can, you know, splurge a little here, splurge a little here, but like, I think that what, what you don't realize sometimes is whenever you're talking about a, a fairly, um, low number, as far as like how many square feet you're looking at, mm-hmm it's not going to change the price so much that yeah. it's like, I can't afford this. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I I'm with you. Like who cares if, if it resales, like just do what you enjoy yeah. now. Yeah. Like, if you want yellow backsplash, put a yellow backsplash yeah. in, you know, whatever you want. <laughs> you <know? Yeah. laughs> I mean,
2: I've had, I mean, I had so many people with all the remodels that I did, you know, in 2020 where it was like, Oh, I, I really want something that everybody's going to love. And I'm like, I mean, you're not selling this house now.
1: Yeah. What do you enjoy? You're going right. to sell it in
2: five years. And honestly, whatever you pick now is, it's going to be so overdone. Even if it's not outdated, they're going to see it in every single house. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're going to want to redo it anyways. Yep. I mean.
1: I know so many people that worry about that. And then, like, what they don't realize is most people, like, they, if they don't like it, they're just and they like the house, but they don't like what you picked,
0: they're just going to tear it out anyway. Right. So,
1: I mean. Yeah. Like
0: do what you want. Well, I mean, you know, because you were um I wanna hit on this for just a minute. So you were a builder remodeler um before this. And I I, I mean, I don't know how many times I've said this, like I've never met another like full blown builder remodeler that was a female. Yeah, I d- I've never met one. I'm sure they're out there. You probably know like three and uh, <laughs> there's just not that many of you yeah. out there. But what's so unique? they have their own th- Facebook group. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're on a text message. Thread together. <laughs> um, but like I, I think that that's one of the things that I've always felt was so unique about you is that alone. But then you bring in this interior design aspect. And so people, they got a different experience yeah. with you. Yeah. They got it, they got a much different experience with you because you know, at the end of the day, you can hate me for say this if you if you want to, but like females have a different different presence about themselves. They care about your project differently than a man does, and they listen differently. Yeah. And so all of those things tie into the way you were able to build homes. And so now I, I'm sure that you. I, I can't. I'm sure you had plenty of people that were buying a home from somebody else, and they were like, "Before we move in, Christy, would yeah. you just please remodel this whole thing? Because yeah. I, I love the house, but I hate the interior. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they're gonna rip it out. Like to to, to Craig's point. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and the thing I was just talking to an architect today about it, and it was like, you know, and not to knock any male, gender, whatever, I'm not, I don't care, male, female, whatever, I think there's amazing contractors in all shapes and sizes, but, you know, a lot of times women kind of think a little bit more about it, you know, and so we were talking today, it's like, you know, when I go into a shower and they, you know, the, the wife would say, oh, I want to put a bench here in the corner, okay, so most most male contractors are like, all right, get it done, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's great. Cause they're like, all right, let's get it done. This is what she wants. Let's get, it's, Let's do it. But for me, I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to use this bench for? Mm-hmm. Are you actually going to sit on it? Do you think that you're going to be in a wheelchair? Is it for a leg Are you going to, gonna, are you gonna to shave? shave your legs? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's different reasons for using it. And so my thought process in that is like, how am I going to use a shower? Mm-hmm. If I'm in the shower and you want to put it in this corner and the water's going to be Beating down on you while you're trying to shave your legs. That's not efficient, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I think that's the thought process that I'd always try to bring to all my projects, even with the tile. It's like, how are you going to use the space? Yeah. And making sure that what you're getting is something that's not going to be, you know, like, you know, oh, it's a steam shower and I want to do marble everywhere. Well, that's not efficient because marble doesn't do well with a lot of moisture. And so it's just, not just saying you love it yes let's do it i'll Mm -hmm. sell it to you but like really are you going to use it this way like let's let's really talk about the usage and the efficiency that you can get out of a space the
1: the exact thing that you're just talking about happened to us when we remodeled our shower like we we decided to put a bench in and i told the guys to put a bench in and the bench wasn't for me it was for my wife yeah well they built the bench for them to sit on yeah and she can't use it yeah Because they built it too high. Yeah. Because they didn't ask her. Mm -hmm. They just kind of sat over it and goes, no, this will work for me. Yeah. And, but they were, I mean, my wife's not very tall. Yeah.
2: And I would get that a lot too. They're like, well, what's the standard size that you would do a bench in? And I'm like, depends. I mean, I'm five, four. My husband's six, two. Right. Yeah. Who's going to use this bench? I mean, you know, Daniel's probably not going to sit on a bench ever. He usually puts like you Know body wash bottles and all it <laughs> clutters it up, and then I'm like, okay, well, that, gonna move that's all essentially all the what ours, it's a shelf, yeah,
0: that's yeah. A- <laughs> and that's what ends up happening. And at that point, it's too low,
2: yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and you know, to another point, is like everybody wants to, to do these like big shampoo niches or niches, however you want to say it, yep. Um, and they want to put this like really gorgeous decorative tile behind it, and I'm like. You don't need that. You're going to put all your shampoo bottles in front of it. And nobody's ever going to see that. Mm-hmm. So why are we spending <laughs> the money to put this like gorgeous glass tile in a shampoo niche when nobody's actually going to be in there?
1: So I actually don't know what you're talking about. What, what like what?
2: So like when they kind of do like a square knockout in okay. the, in, in the between wall. the studs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So You yeah. have like a built in shelf yeah. area. Well, a lot of people want to put decorative tile in that square. Oh, at the back that
0: No one ever sees.
2: Cause you fill it up. Yeah. You put all your
0: stuff there. Okay. And how many people really go into your master bathroom anyway? Yeah, yeah. they well, don't. Like, they, Besides you. They don't, but they that's don't. the thing is you
2: want to go look at the beautiful tile in there. But <laughs> well, that, well, yeah. that's, I mean, Since like. your stupid shampoo bottle is right, the way. You can,
1: you can carry that on down the road because, like, if you're like, okay, like, I want to put this beautiful mosaic behind my shower. It's like, are people photographing like you yes. while right. you're taking a shower? Exactly. Like, I hope not. No. That, you know.
2: But I mean, but if you, you want to go it, in there yeah, and fine. enjoy it, you know what I mean. So that's that's the whole thing about it. And you know, I'd rather have a shampoo niche where it's like hidden in a pony wall or something where you don't mm. see it when you oh, walk in the shower, a and you just see gorgeous tile, your gorgeous plumbing fixtures, and none of the junk that we have to have when we take uh, a shower. Yeah. <laughs> that's really. That, I
0: wish I would have thought about that because my mother in law just like her, I need to show you a picture of her uh, her bathroom, but because I mean, it's small house. But the bathroom's really nice and the shower is huge. And there is a pony wall. Yeah. And I would have been great should've if she would have put it, put the it right there because no one would have ever seen it because she doesn't really like them. Yeah. She's like, the shampoo niches or whatever, like, they don't, she didn't like the way they look. But I'm like, well, no one ever seen it. That's a, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. You should have called me. I should have called. You. <laughs> I mean, I've only been on here three other times <laughs> besides this one. It's not like you don't know
2: who I am. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, l- let me ask you this do you, do you know anything about slab porcelain?
2: Yes, I, I carry slab porcelain in really? the showroom. Yeah, how does that even
0: work? I need to know what that is.
2: Uh, so it's porcelain. It's a it's essentially a huge porcelain tile. The ones that I have, I think, are like mm, I, they're probably four feet by six or seven feet. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, and so they they basically like epoxy that to the wall.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it like but it's it's like a huge chunk cut out of an even bigger chunk that you use to make like a like a monolithic tile, basically, right?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, essentially you could do that, but that's not how they're producing these. It's like getting a slab of granite. But okay. It's porcelain. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we... But they're they're manufacturing it like that because it's man-made. It's not like granite oh, it's, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Porcelain's man-made, so...
0: Okay, so we... First house we built, we redid a bathroom, and we chose to do... Instead of, like, doing tile on the wall, and instead of doing a built-in piece of plastic... Mm-hmm. We did, it was like a marble. Yeah. Like a marble surround. Is it similar to that? It's similar. I mean, if, I mean, if you remember kind of back in the days when they used to have
2: cultured marble. Yeah. That's kind of what it was. A lot of people don't understand that that's pretty much what quartz is now. Yeah, You know what I mean? They just, they take natural materials and they, you know, run it together with epoxies and glues and all that stuff, and then they make these, you know, slabs out of it. Right. Um, it just looks a lot better than culture marble used to look because okay. back in the day, it used to be, like, yellow with these, like, brown, right. ugly veining. So, it. It so really price
0: ugly. per square foot is more? Uh, is... It
2: depends. I mean, the, the quality of the, the ones that I have are, they're going to be, you know, similar to what you could do with a tile, um, but you're just going to get kind of a different look. It's a it's little gonna bit be a more flat. seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I also have, I mean, I have tile options in my showroom that are 24 by 48, So you mm. can kind of get the same look from that. And, I mean, those are those are pretty good priced. I mean, you're looking at maybe 11 to $15 oh, a square foot. That's not bad
0: at all. Yeah. So, like, okay, let me ask this. So in your showroom, well, let's say that I'm, I mean, I'm just going to do regular, like, porcelain on the, on the floor of my mm-hmm. bathroom. But I don't necessarily need, like, I'm not necessarily looking for high end mm-hmm. tile. Can I get that at your place? Or is it just like, Hey Kevin, why don't you just go ahead and go to a home Depot and get those mm-hmm. things or floor decor, get those things. But like the decorative stuff, that's really what you need to get from me.
2: I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say this for the quality that I carry in the showroom. The prices are really great. Sure. What you're getting, uh, say like floor and decor, I mean, they buy these containers in bulk from China Mm -hmm. and the quality is not there. So yes, you may save on the the material itself, but your installer is going to have such a difficult time installing that because it's, it's not what we call rectified tile, which means it's perfectly rectangle.
1: Uh, Okay.
2: Um, so, you know, a lot of times if you don't get a rectified tile, if it's a, one thirty seconds off. Uh-huh. By the time you get from one side of the room to the other, you're crooked. They have to make yeah. that up somehow. So usually they'll make it up in like a, a grout joint or something like that. But um
1: my house is crooked anyway it doesn't matter yeah Um,
2: everybody's house is crooked so i mean you know you're just kind of uh, you know making sure like hey it is really crooked so
0: i mean you you just made someone's day they're like oh that's why i'm gonna buy the crap tile because my house is way off it's gonna look perfect (laughs) Let's, let's at least make it look straight that's right
2: um so i mean you know My prices are not going to be like a Home Depot or a floor and decor, but my quality and the customer service that you get from me is going to be better. Plus, you get the design services that you you won't get those at the other stores. I mean, going to Home Depot, nobody's there helping you pick out your tile and telling you what's going to work in in your space. Um, And they don't know their vendors either. You know, if I have an issue with any of my tile, I have direct relationships with all my vendors, and I can just call up my rep and say, Hey, this is what happened. It came and broken, whatever. We got it, you know, new one sent out mm. and or if we, I mean, I haven't had any issues with any kind of the quality issues or anything like that, but mm-hmm. they're always there. I have I have really good relationships with my vendors. Cool.
0: Hey, Eric G actually just uh said that he has slab porcelain on on his kitchen counters, on his outdoor kitchen and in his master shower. Like he loves it, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean it's pretty stuff. Yeah. And, well, and his his outdoor kitchen is fantastic. Well, everything that that guy's house, like his shower alone is to be envied. Yeah. That shower is. Do that shower. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't always recommend it for countertops just because it can chip a little bit easier because it is porcelain. But mm-hmm. I mean, people do it all the time, so it's not something that you can't do. It's just you have to know that going into it.
1: So yeah. like I was I was looking at this this website uh, that has the let me see if I can find it again real quick. Anyway, it was saying that there's like levels of porcelain. It was like book something porcelain and like super nano porcelain and uh, nano porcelain and, and all these like different grades of porcelain. Yeah. What, is there like, are it, those grades or are these just different ways in which they put them together?
2: Uh, so if you have like a book match porcelain, that book match, yeah, thank you. A book match porcelain is basically to replicate a, um, uh, a stone that comes out of. Uh, quarry. So when they pull, like, a natural stone out of a quarry, it comes out, they, they cut it into a block. Okay. And then they slice it like you would bread. So if there's any veining in it, one slice and the next slice, when you open it, mm-hmm. that matches. It's a okay. big match. Now, as you go through that block that they have, that veining starts to change. Okay. Um, so what you can, and I do have bookmatch porcelains in the showroom um, that are spectacular. Um, but so when you put them side by side, they kind of have the same. So you can get a, like a pattern to going. Mm-hmm. To, okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there's grades to porcelain, just kind of like a diamond grade would be, you know, like yeah. the hardness and stuff like that. Well, so.
0: and that's one of the things just real quick before I jump, No, go ahead. Eric, Eric just mentioned, you know, in, in reply to this, he said it's tougher than quartz. The, the porcelain.
2: The porcelain that he has.
0: Uh-huh. At least. That's what he was saying. So, like in durability, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she mentioned that it could chip, and 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 you you mentioned just now that there's different different grades. Yeah, there's different grades to it. Yeah, so you you get the right grade if you're gonna if you're gonna put it on a a countertop, for example. uh, Just make sure you're getting the good stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, and
2: that and that goes to like you know he obviously you know researched it and and thought about it before he did it. You know, not everybody's gonna do that, so you just have to make sure you're going to somebody that. That knows those kind of things, which you know.
1: and, and that was kind of the question I was going to ask. Is there a reason to use porcelain versus like ceramic, or clay, or y- any of these other, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, ceramic and clays they they're not as hard. They're not as durable. Okay, so, so the a porcelain harder. tile is a little bit better. Um, I mean, a ceramic tile it it depends on like what the body of the tile is made made from. So you can get like a red body ceramic really yeah so there's there's a lot that goes into the way tiles are made and manufactured it depends on your application Mm -hmm. and it it really depends on the look you're going for like i have some hand-painted red bodies and ceramic tiles that are absolutely gorgeous you cannot put them on the floor
0: oh really how come
2: just, it, it just, it doesn't stand up to the wear and tear.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because uh, of the hand-painted. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's hand-painted, and the and the clay is a little bit softer, so if you yeah. drop something, it's more likely to chip. Yeah. So, it's something that you want to ba- maybe do for, like, a backsplash or something. Because
1: well, like I, I know that for a long time, it was, like, a, it was kind of, like, a trend, and, like, this is, this is going to date me a little bit, but, oh. like, like, it was a trend for a while to put clay tiles on the floor. Like, you could get those big. You know, like oh yeah.
2: Okay, so that's a Saltillo tile, like okay. the Spanish tile. Yeah, is yeah, out? yeah. So those are actually pretty durable, um, because of the way that they're created. And you also um, conceal. Is seal it the same? Is tile. it the
1: same kind of stuff that they use to make like clay uh, roof tiles? I don't know, because
2: I don't really know how they make clay roof tiles. Okay.
0: Come on, Christy. I mean, I'm trying Jeez. to, I'm trying to answer all the questions. I know you not why, know this? Why
2: are you asking me questions and stuff I don't know? You're supposed to make me look like I know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> well, it's fine senior.
1: to say I don't know. That's the most honest answer yeah, in the world. I, I,
2: just, I mean, I don't, I don't know about clay roof tiles. Okay. But the Saltillo tiles, I mean, my parents built their house in 1973, and they have Saltillo tiles in, in the kitchen. That's awesome. And, well, and they look just as beautiful as they did.
0: So I'm, I'm curious, I mean, based on what you just said, like, I don't know, uh, like, you're sitting here talking about stuff, and I'm like, holy cow, like, how much of this did you have to learn? Because, I mean, you've been in the industry for a long time, you've been in interior design for even longer, but, like, now you've super niched down. Yeah. Like, this is a super niche down at this point. Yeah. So like, how much of this did you know, and how much are you You like, oh, man, I've expanded my horizon so much? Well,
2: I mean, I have learned a lot lately, but, I mean, most of it I learned when I was in the tile industry 17 years ago. And, I mean, look, my dad's a master electrician, and I started working in construction in some sort of facet when I was 19. Okay. And I'm 45, there so that's go. a long time to be, I mean, I worked in all kinds, HVAC, all kinds of stuff, so... Um, I just kind of picked a lot of stuff up along the way but you know the stuff I learned in the in the tile shop that I worked in previously was invaluable I mean it was I really just kind of absorbed all the information that the owner could give me and you know a lot of it comes from my vendors and you know I go to tile shows in Vegas and stuff like that and I really talk to people you know, about their tile and where it comes from and how it's made and just really researching that kind of stuff. And, you know, I look, I don't know everything about tile. I can't, there's so sure. many manufacturers. <laughs> I, I'm going to India oh, um, wow. April 7th. And so I'll be meeting with some tile manufacturers. That's awesome. too, so yeah. yeah. Right,
1: so I, so I actually have an answer to this. Okay. Um, oh yay! You um, yeah. know something more than I do. Well, no, I just, I looked, I looked it up. <laughs> it, uh, so it, it actually has very little to do with how it's made as much as it is where it's from. Oh, okay So it's 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 like champagne Yeah So as long as it comes from Saltillo in Mexico, the yeah. region Then it doesn't matter if it's a floor tile
0: or a roof tile
2: Okay Oh, it, wow. there you go There you go See, <laughs> I just learned something I, I've
0: always said Craig knows so much I've always said that I know how well, to type Google knows so much and Craig knows how I to th- do that I tell people all the time, I'm like, did you know <laughs> that you have unlimited Google searches? Did you know that? <laughs> It's free. See, when that changes. <laughs> that's when it's going to get bad. Yep. Don't give him ideas. Nobody's going
1: to be doing stupid searches I mean, anymore. You mean, we don't
2: have to go to Encyclopedia Britannica. Right, and, like, encyclopedia that's Britannica. what I had to do when Listen, I was a kid. I, I had the am, whole set.
1: I am much more comfortable with old dusty books than I am this computer. Let me just tell you that, that right now.
0: Do you remember that episode of Friends where Joey buys the, like what is it, the V? He buys the V of it exactly. He couldn't buy the whole thing. So he just buys. So like his whole, like he's like, well, do you want to talk about volcanoes or whatever it is? He's like, everything he because he read the entire V. And he knew everything It's the about only v. book he could it's afford. It's only one he could afford. <laughs> oh, that's a good episode. Oh, man. I derailed this pretty badly. Yeah, on you did. That. No, that's okay. I've already clicked into terracotta, so it's fine.
2: I have no computer in front of me to research anything, so thank you guys.
0: You're you're at a distinct disadvantage, right? I know.
2: Now. <laughs> Google Holy will always know more rah. than
1: me. Saltillo's been around since fifteen eighty. Oh my god. Yeah, goodness.
2: so the company I used to work for, um, we used to actually get um, Uh, saltio tile that they would take out of churches in italy Mm -hmm. so it was reclaimed saltio tile
1: Let let me tell you a crazier one i had a client one time that decided to build a home in a particularly wealthy neighborhood in the houston area and they had gone to school at princeton and princeton was in the process of tearing down a building and they had taken a class in that building oh my gosh and so they imported the roof of wow. that building to Ugh. be put on their house what? here in Houston. What in the world?
2: So if you'd like to remodel your home, please call <laughs> me at... She suddenly got <laughs> back into the game. You can reach me <laughs> <She> at was... <laughs> com. It was it was
1: a slate roof.
0: Oh, my goodness. And that's the, a prefer- the, that's
1: the, awesome. Yeah, the building, it was gorgeous. Yeah,
2: and a slate roof will last forever.
1: Yeah, and well, and... <laughs> <laughs> they ran in like I'm not mentioning names because they ran into some problems because the slate wasn't attached very well and occasionally it would like slip off and hit people. Oh, okay. Yeah, and those can be rather heavy. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah. wow. I mean, if you'd like to redo your roof in metal, I can also <laughs> do that for you.
1: Too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> From India. From
1: India. <laughs> From <laughs> India. <laughs> it's,
2: come on, it's gonna come on a container ship.
1: That's awesome. So <laughs> okay, so one of one of the other design. Uh, things that i've seen recently okay so like we we've kind of i think we've kind of burned through subway Mm -hmm. you know like that's that's been done Mm -hmm. and i i I even did it like it was it's pretty i i I still would probably do it again if it was like a guest bathroom or something like that um and and we've we've had we've had lots of different trends one of the ones i'm seeing right now is honeycomb yes are you seeing this a lot Yeah, like what's yeah. what's the deal with this?
2: Well, and a lot of times too, they'll do the, like that honeycomb effect, and then they'll you know scribe it in with like a wood. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah. it'll just kind of like you know, it looks like it's going from wood to this honeycomb. I I think it's gonna get old fast. You think so?
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I think I, I to me because I'm, something I'm, I'm where seeing I'm just people like produce get really tired of it fast. Well,
1: I'm just I'm seeing people in like tile producers they're like okay so like this is what the market's doing so we're yeah. going to make some stuff that's kind of funky and different that's honeycomb.
2: Yeah, I actually um I did a video this week. It just didn't turn out so I didn't post it, but I did get two new samples in the showroom mm-hmm. and I have one that's kind of like some brown and tan honey a tan honeycomb so it's like dark brown on the outside and then it yeah. kind of goes to a lighter brown and then one that's kind of I think it's like green colors or whatever. Yeah. So um but um I don't know it's kind of retroish feeling to me. Yeah. So I mean, it's I think it's cool. It's funky. I well, mean, I mean,
1: like I've I've even seen them, and it made me think about you when I saw it because I remember you coming on the show and talking about how like a rose gold was kind of coming yeah. back, and it, it, it definitely has. Yeah. But I've seen some of these honeycomb tiles have like a rose gold lining. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I see what Chris was yeah, talking about. Because yeah. that, that, that actually yeah. looks kind of cool. Yeah, I have uh-huh.
2: some that are, you know, like marbles with some, like, you know, metallic, like mm-hmm. silvers and golds in them that are really, really cool. Um, we had one that we sold last year, and it was kind of like uh, some black and white marble. And it, it's it's really, really pretty. I think it depends on the application one. This one we did in a powder bathroom on the floor and then went all the way up the wall. Mm. So it was something that was just really striking. Right. And I think a powder bathroom is, like, you can, like, really go all out in a powder bathroom. Because mm. all your guests are going to see it. They're small. So you're not spending a ton of money in there. Um, but I think the material, too, kind of makes a difference. Because in the all marble, it was ugh, mm. it was just gorgeous. It was absolutely stunning
1: well and and with with some of these like custom printings that you're talking about like you're telling me about like the the what were you we the just mosaic talking? ones well the mosaic ones but also the what were we just talking about the porcelain oh uh, the, the slab the, sla- the slab porcelain yeah are, are we are we kind of getting to a point where we can do curves
2: uh yeah, you can do curves. Yeah, uh, we've always been able to do curves. Really, it's just your installer has to know how to do it. I can I can actually teach an installer how to take a subway tile mm. and create an arch out of it. Really, it depends on how they actually cut so, it. So
1: so could you take could you take like a ninety degree turn in a wall and actually create a curve in that wall?
2: Uh, you could, I mean, you probably want to do something that's a little bit smaller Uh or they're going to have to like make little strips to go around it. But yeah,
1: because in my mind, I'm thinking, could we go from floor to wall? You could. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, You totally could.
1: Okay. Yeah. That would be super cool. Have you done anything like that? I have not. Yeah, we need to, we need to make that yeah, happen. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, well, I, I'm in a, a couple of Facebook groups that are like all installers all over the country and they are doing some amazing stuff. And I just want to say too, I think here in Texas, we're kind of like not really like getting with the trend. I think everybody here is just so like, they're so worried about like, is everybody going to like this? Or is this something I can live with? Or do I want to redo it in five years? And, you know, in some of the like, you know, northern states and stuff like that, they're doing some stuff that is just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's the client I want. I want somebody that wants to come in and they're like, let's do something different. You know, let's do something yeah. that's striking, amazing. When my my guests come in, I want to take them to my master bathroom. Because yeah. you never do, right? You're the mm-hmm. only person that sees your master bathroom. Make it something where you're like, hey, come in and see my master bathroom. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah.
0: Well, and I would assume that like, you have the ability to fit most people's style too yeah. cuz like like I, I know a lot of people uh, to to your point about like you know people around here are, are concerned you know or people can like it but part of that is like we're a very like farmhouse type yeah. of place or like 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 a muted modern like yeah. there's not like a like full on modern or mid century modern yeah. even like it's it's all kind of like kind of basic and then farmhouse, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I even look at like our, our, the house that I live in that we just recently bought. Um My wife hated the countertops. She hated them because they were brown. Mm-hmm. And she was like, these are awful. But the, ca- the cabinets were like a birch that was like shellacked. <laughs> it was like, like, it looked like, like you could like, like comb your hair in the, in the cabinets. And, um well, we, we, Painted them all an off white, and we did the we did the um, island in like a like a seafoam green almost, mm-hmm. uh, and so it, the brown actually looks really good now, yeah. but the backsplash on it is just a brown square tile. But what's unique, and I didn't know this till like like months after we lived there because I didn't ever I just I'm a dude I didn't pay attention, but like there's there are little diamonds of the countertop. In oh yeah, the, it, I'm sure that's like a super like that was a thing back in the mm-hmm. day. But there's diamonds of the actual uh, countertop in there, and I'm, I told my wife I was like, "Look, oh, that's unique, different. It actually looks really. It, it ties everything in really nicely. If it, you know, it, it looks fine now. But, um, but I I'm I'm assuming that if someone wants just a farmhouse, you can take some really cool designs and just do it's plussed up a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. I mean,
2: and that's the thing is like, you know, I've, with the architect I was talking to today, it was like, we were talking about shiplap and how like everybody's doing shiplap oh, yeah. here in Texas. Oh, and yeah. he was, he's in California. He was like, we're actually doing shiplap in California. We're just now starting to do shiplap in California. And he was like, and it doesn't fit the style of house here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know. Chip
0: and Joanna Gaines <sighs> type thing. Gosh. Yep. Yeah. Well, it is. We won't talk about them. (laughs) No, I get it. But like, that's like people watch that kind of stuff and they're like, well, I want that, you know?
2: Yeah. And and the thing about it is, too, is like when people start doing like their Pinterest boards and when you, the way, I mean, it's an algorithm, right? So when you start looking up, you know, oh, you liked a picture with Shiplap. Let me show you 17,000 other pictures of Shiplap. And then all of a sudden you're like, everybody's doing Shiplap. Mm -hmm. Well, not everybody's doing Shiplap. It's just, the algorithm made you want shiplap. And right. I'm pretty sure that we're all going to leave here and we're going to get ads on where we can buy shiplap. Thanks a just, lot. You know, Christy. shiplap, shiplap, shiplap. <laughs> I left my phone in the car cause it died on the way. So I won't be having that on my phone, but, um, you know, so I'm, I, I just want to encourage people to just kind of think outside the box a little bit and just see like, what can we do that's going to be unique to your home, mm-hmm. to your style, right. you know? And, and not that we can't take those like inspiration photos. Um, On my Facebook page, I haven't done one lately, but I I was doing um, Magazine Mondays. So I would take one of the magazines, like Cottage's Magazines or House and Home Magazines, and I would find a photo of a kitchen in there, and then I would actually put the tile that I have in my showroom that would actually give you that same inspiration. So, you know, I mean, I'm all for, like, you know, helping you with your inspirations, but I also want, I just want to encourage people, like, do something a little bit more bold, just you don't have to go completely crazy. You don't have to have a yellow backsplash, but right. you know, <laughs> come on, do it. But maybe it. we can do something that's like a cream color with like a yellow design on it sure. or something. You know what I mean? So let's let's kind of like play around with tile a little bit and well, do I some think fun that's, stuff.
0: Again, I'm going to say it again. I think that's what makes you so unique is that you bring a, an interior design feel to it. So like someone can walk into your to your showroom and they're not just going to get a tile salesman. Yeah. They're going to get someone that not only just sells sells tile but like actually knows how to put it together yeah. and make it look good.
2: Well, and, and you know my background in construction helps a lot because I can tell you like, you know, I've had conference calls with other, you know, contractors telling them how they're going to finish this tile off and how they're going to tell their, you know, installer how to to install this tile and whether or not it can go here on the floor or whatever. And and not to knock contractors because there's so many products that you have to put into a, a remodel so you can't, you can't be well-versed on everything. Right. So I encourage contractors and designers to come into my showroom because we have this big, huge conference room that's adjacent to the showroom. You can bring your plans. You can bring your fabric samples, paint samples, whatever. You can spend the whole day in my showroom if you want. The conference room is yours. Y'all can have your private meeting and then come in and – you know, pick out your tile and see what works with the design that you're doing. Or if a contractor doesn't really want to deal with it, send your client in, give me a budget, bring me plans or pictures and I'll do all the design work. I do all the takeoffs. I'll I'll help I'll help people in the in the industry as much as I can.
1: Are beverages served? Yes. Okay. We, then,
2: have, we have sodas and <laughs> champagne. I, okay, there I go. like to drink a little champagne <laughs> with my clients. Uh, nice. beer if you're a guy. If you want to come in and have a beer, I'll have a beer with you. Nice. Let's, let's work it out. Yeah.
0: Okay. So one one other question, and because some people are, are thinking this and if you don't if it's not fair to ask this question, then just tell me, Kevin, stop it. Um but like what you, you mentioned budget. Like what what should I if I wanted to do something unique? What should I think about like per square foot? What are my some of my ranges?
2: I I mean, I'm going to tell you just because I have had a lot of people come in with new builds and these are custom new builds mm-hmm. and they're giving them as an allowance of 3 and $4 a square foot oh. and that's not going to work.
0: It's not going to do it. I, I mean, you can barely do that at Home Depot. I know. Like that's, I mean, really, yeah. that's really unreasonable. Yeah.
2: yeah. And that's for everything. Flooring, oh. backsplashes. Yeah, that's geez. not going to work. I, this is the thing. When you're sitting down with your builder, encourage them to give you a true allowance. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, if you're going to build a million-dollar home, you don't need a $3.50 No, that's budget. Not fair. That's not going to work. And no. you're going to go over your allowance. So tell your contractor, give me an allowance that is going to actually give me the home that I want. If I'm telling you I'm coming from a million-and-a-half home and I want a million-and-a-half home... Don't give me three fifty.
1: Are, are you are you using the term allowance? Because when they're working with a builder, they've already established a price, and the builder is sending them in, going, "You have this much to spend."
2: Well, because a lot of times the way a contractor, like a custom builder, will will you know work their bids is okay. You have a plumbing allowance. You have a tile allowance. You have a countertop allowance. Because you, when you're working in a custom build, you don't know. You don't right. know. Are they going to pick you know quartzite, which is like really really expensive, or Onyx for their countertops, which can get, I mean, it's been $7,000 a slab for countertops. Right. Or are they going to pick quartz, which is, you know, more like $2,000 a slab. So they give them an allowance, but a lot of times the allowance they give them is not really reasonable for the type of home that they're building. Um, so, yeah, okay, if you're going in and you're like, okay, my budget's a million dollars, and their contract comes out at a million dollars, but you have $3.50 for your tile allowance, you're not getting a million dollar house.
1: So, the, the way that works with a the builder then, so, like, you come in and you're like, I've got $3.50 square foot to spend, can that, can that person then go to someone like you and go, like, look, I've got this allowance, I'm willing to spend this much more in order to do this project.
2: Yeah. And I mean there's ways that we can kind of work with that a little bit. I mean, you don't have to spend that in guest bathrooms. You know, I mean, we can do something a little bit more simple. I will say a lot of times people are like, Oh, it's just my kids, they don't care. Sure. I'm like, well, you know, still do something nice. It's still a million dollar home. So let's you know, let we don't want like, you know, bathrooms that it looks like we just didn't care about. Um, but maybe we can kind of like cheat the budget a little bit where we're taking from one to the other. So that's why I, like for me, I can sit down and do the takeoff, everything that you picked out and kind of say, okay, look, we went over budget on the mm-hmm. flooring, but we went under budget here. Mm-hmm. Or if they're, you know, picking out a tile that's, you know, $11 a square foot for their master bathroom. It's like, okay, look, we kind of like, we spent a lot of money on the bathroom. Let's, let's kind of try and find something that's a little bit more. Economical to go in a, in a different bathroom or something. Is
1: eleven dollars a square foot? Is that a high end for you? No, no. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so what?
2: You, yeah. Like, yeah so that's You've what done
0: I, a really good job of not answering my question. <laughs> my most
2: <laughs> my most expensive tile in the showroom is four hundred dollars a square foot. What's Whoa. that? It is a stamped marble. Okay. Um. It's 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 gorgeous. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would I would say for. You know, for flooring and you know that sort of thing, I'm in the seven to fifteen dollars square foot range. That's
0: what I was thinking.
2: Backsplashes, I mean, Would that can reasonable. go all over the place because you can you can get seven dollars a square foot for a backsplash. You can get four hundred dollars a square foot for a backsplash. I mean, to
0: me, to me though, that like that, first of all, that's very helpful. Thanks, because I, I think that in my mind, I I the number I had in my mind was like seven to twelve. Is yeah. reasonable. 15 is is maybe you know reasonable as well seven to fifteen dollars a square foot for something that for most people is not going to be their whole home right I mean we're you, you can probably find something for three to five dollars a square foot for your flooring and, and again so many people are, are are not doing you know ceramic tile anymore on their floors if anything they're doing like a porcelain porcelain like wood grain or something that that looks a little bit nicer it's going to last a little bit longer it's you know, got a different feel to yeah. it on your feet whatever than a than a laminate you or, know? A,
2: or like a luxury vinyl tile i mean right. we, we have those there we actually have luxury vinyl planks which look like wood but we have something that's pretty new that i haven't seen a lot but we have um like a luxury vinyl tile that looks like marble whoa mm. so and and that actually comes in a 24 by 48 as well
0: Interesting. That's, yeah. that's really cool. We, we did a uh, luxury vinyl on my, my mother-in-law's house. Um, it, It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's very different. Like whenever you think of vinyl, you're not thinking of like, yeah. you know, you're thinking vinyl. Like why would I, why would I do that? But it's, it's not what you think of no. and but- it's. They have Different. just
2: like changed the way that I mean I I know whenever that stuff first started coming out was like well I don't want it. it doesn't look like real wood now it has like
0: oh, texture it looks like to real wood. it yeah I mean it it's, feels like lo- real yeah. wood it looks like real wood yeah. it is waterproof yeah like it's incredible yeah
2: it, it's a great product and I have a huge line of, of luxury vinyl okay. stuff in the in the showroom too and then countertops we do countertops too oh okay quartz and uh, acrylic countertops
1: oh nice is, is yeah. that really expensive uh, marble piece is that like a medallion or is it something else
2: what really expensive oh no no it's actually um i think the size of it is like a four by eight or something it's not a huge tile okay yeah
1: that's crazy yeah is it really thick
2: uh yeah it's pretty thick i mean it's not even i mean it's not like super thick or anything but it's i think it's the process of which they it has like this intricate design on it, and I feel like I need to come have my picture made with it. I know. <laughs> well, I didn't even realize how much it was until somebody picked it out, and then I like you know priced it out, and I was like, oh, okay, well maybe you might want to check something out because this was not in their budget. This house
1: is more than your house. Yeah, I was like,
2: this may not be in anybody's budget. I don't know. We'll see if we ever sell it, but no I mean, doubt. it's I mean four hundred dollars square foot is crazy for me. That well, is
1: crazy. I, I asked because I I know that there's like these intricate things, you know, like like penny tile almost mm-hmm. they, like. The, it would seem like it shouldn't be that expensive. Yeah. But it, I mean, like, 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 I even remember back in the day, and I, I assume there's still people doing this, when people would, like, epoxy pennies mm-hmm. to their floor. Oh, yeah, people do that. And it can still, it can look good. Yeah. But, like, that's an expensive floor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of pennies that have to go on that floor. <laughs> well, I mean, even the stuff that I was telling you about, where it was, like, the custom mosaic, I mean, those are running maybe $125 a square foot. So, I mean, it's not crazy, I mean, you're, doing, you're not going to do an entire room in that. You're not going to do your floor in that. You're going to do, like, a specific space. Yeah. Um, and then they even have, that company even has some that are, you know, kind of, like, pre-patterned designs that kind of look like rugs and stuff, and those are running around, you know, $45, $47 a square foot. Ooh.
1: So Jeez. Well, I mean, as, as we're running up towards the uh, the – we're, we're past the hour now. Yeah. I have, I have <laughs> sorry, no, you're fine. We always do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we do. Um, I, I actually, I, I had, and, and Kevin, if you come up with any along the way, I'd I like some, some pointed ones I wanted to shoot, to, to hit you with. So what, what is the worst kind of tile I can use in my shower floor?
2: So, I mean, not necessarily the worst that you can use in your shower floor, but a lot of people want to put marble okay. on their floor. Yeah. It's not the worst that you can do. Uh-huh. It has to be ma- maintained. You have to seal it. Every, I would say even, if it's your master shower, I would say every six months.
1: Okay. Wow. That's it's a lot easy of to, maintenance.
2: It's easy to seal it. It's like a wipe on, wipe off kind of thing. What but, happens if you don't? Um, you're, it'll start discoloring. Okay. So um, it's just not going to look as pretty as it. And you can't it is bring
1: pretty. it back once it starts to discolor. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because uh, marble's soft, so I I don't recommend that anybody puts marble in their bathrooms, on the counters, or even in the kitchens. Like just a water, like if you set a glass of water down, that water ring can. Oh wow. Leave its mark. Okay. Because it's just a really soft stone, so it just absorbs everything. Yeah.
1: So then the inverse of that, what would be the best, like, high-end stuff that you could put on the floor in the shower?
2: Um, I mean, we have some really, really pretty ceramics and porcelains. I mean, they're, they stand the test of time, you know, so.
1: And those are easier to seal.
2: Yeah, you don't, well, you don't have to seal them at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's no maintenance in it. You know, I mean, there's not really a right or wrong necessarily. It's just how much work do you want to put into it? Yeah. And how are you going to maintain it if you're somebody that, you know it's kind of like with shower glass it's like if you're not going to squidge your glass all the time do you want right. you know the whole thing in glass yeah. you know you might opt for not that much glass so
1: and so i'll, I'll ask this selfishly because this is what we did in our master bath is there is there a reason you shouldn't do something like river rock in the, in the floor of your shower or you know like a penny tile or what what are the other ones that they're doing now
0: well any any of that any of that kind of the, the mesh backed yeah <laughs> tile. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I mean
2: the rocks are super popular. I mean they they do really well. Mm-hmm. There you do um you can seal those and I kind of recommend that you do. Yeah. Um but you have to know that it changes the color of the stone. Mm. So when you're going to a place and you want to pick out the stone, if you wet like a paper towel and you rub it across it, that's what it's going to look like when it's sealed. Yeah. okay um so um and i have a video on my facebook page or a post or something where i actually took and i just wiped you know half of the side of the sample just so that people could see what it's like and then they have sealants that are enhancers even that will even draw the color out more so okay. just you know keep in mind if you're trying to like say okay this is what i'm doing on the shower walls and then i want to do this river rock on the floor Okay, well, make sure if you're going to seal it that that's the color that you want because a lot of times it will bring out a lot of yellows or browns or, you know, like a gray will turn, like, blue or something like that. So you just want to make sure you're taking care of that.
1: And and you may have already answered this with the marble one, but are there any, like, trends out there that people should avoid for practical reasons?
2: I don't think so. I mean, you know... some of the rocks that I have seen out there, like the river rocks, are like really like rounded on the top, and I just I don't know if I would want to stand that on that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, some people may like it; it may you know feel good on their feet. But mm-hmm. um, I, for the most part, I don't really see anything that's you know anything too crazy that people have been doing out there. You just need to know the product that you're purchasing and how to how to take care of it. Yeah.
1: I mean what what I'm here what I've heard you say consistently throughout the show is like if it's installed properly, yeah. I mean, it will be okay.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I I don't do the installation in the showroom, but I do have, um, you know, a list of installers that I recommend. So, um, you know, and, you know, one of my installers has worked with me for three, four years now. So he's done so many showers and backsplashes for me that, you know, I can really stand behind his work. I just don't have the time to... Visit job sites and yeah, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So I just kind of let him take take control of that part.
1: Well, and and then so for people that don't live here and and have access to your installers, mm-hmm. like you know, you got somebody living in Ohio or mm-hmm. you know New Jersey, wherever. Like how how could they vet a good installer? I mean, because you you can design stuff anywhere. Right. You don't have to necessarily be there. But, like, if you need a good installer, you've got, like, you know, something a little bit more intricate of an install, mm-hmm. how could those people then find somebody there?
2: I mean, it's it's kind of like the same thing to me with, you know, like, vetting a contractor. Ask to see their work. Mm-hmm. I Don't just look at a picture. If they're doing an installation in a, yeah. in a new house, a new build, obviously, you don't want to, like, encroach on somebody's personal space, um, and so that's kind of hard sometimes. But, you know, ask to really see their, their work. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I had... Saw on one of the Facebook pages that somebody was like, hey, I'm a tile installer. And he put, you know, five pictures of his work up. Four of them looked great. The Mm. last one I looked at was a hack job. Mm. And it was all the same backsplash. But I could see where cut marks were made and grout joints were, you know. So, I mean, if if you're in Ohio and you're buying tile from me and I'm helping you design it, then, you know, say, hey, these are the three installers I have. This is the work that they've sent me. Let me look at it because a lot of times you'll just kind of look at it overall and you're like, "Oh, that looks really nice." Right. But I kind of know like to how to like look in and see those details. The details are what, what really matters.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine if someone you've never worked with and all they have is pictures, like, can I actually like? Yeah. Can I talk to somebody? Do you mind if I go? You know, go ask them if I can look at it. Yeah. Like. Because you'll, you'll probably find out real quick whether or not that that is that person's job.
2: Yeah, and, you know, again, you also want to make sure your installer has, you know, I mean, there's certifications that you can get out there from uh-huh. tile associations in the United States. Um, and you also need to find out, like, how, what is their process? It's not just about ins- the installation in a shower. It has to be waterproofed. Right. So, you know, are they going to, you know, pour a mud pan? Or are they going to do, you know, a... I know that's even changed over the years. Yeah, it has. It has. And I mean, I, to me, I'm, I mean, I'm an old school. I think a mud pan's always going to work just because there's nothing underneath it. But now they're coming out with all these new products and stuff. And so I am learning a lot about a lot of the installation products that are out there from other installers all over the country. And if they know how to do it right, it's great. Yeah. But if they don't, yeah. I mean, it could be Good total luck. failure in five years.
1: Aren't a lot of them, I, I, when I, I don't know if it's like code in some states, but aren't some of them having them put like a membrane behind mm-hmm. the mud pan mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah and you know like um their schluter which makes um like a metal trim that's kind of what they're known for but they do whole shower systems now Mm. so they do all of the walls and taping and all that kind of stuff that they can get and they do like the niches and everything like that so i mean there's a lot of new stuff that's coming up but you just want to make sure that your your installer knows the process and not just how to install tile
1: for
0: sure yeah anything else kev I don't have anything else. <laughs> I think this you're supposed been... to be coming up with questions <laughs> yeah, while know, we we're talking. Right? You're sitting here. I'm like, well, I probably would have asked that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the only one I got. No, I, I think it's been really good. I, I think that it, it's crazy to sit here and talk for an hour about, about tile, tile, but but at the end of the day, like, I think it's one of the most like unique things that you can do to your home, and people just completely overlook it, and they think, well, this is just this is just this or it's just that you know but at the end of the day like legitimately there there are two places that you spend most of your money
1: and yeah. it's your kitchen, and, kitchen your and your bathroom
0: and and guess what you put in kitchens and bathrooms you put tile, tile. in there yeah. and so like just think about it, you know? I mean, <laughs> th- make sure that you're considering your options. Or let and let somebody else think about exactly. it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah,
2: I mean, and a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, I'm doing this with my cabinets, and I'm doing this with my countertops, and then the backsplash is like an afterthought. Yep. And I'm like... Let's, let's work it all together like, yep. bring in your cabinet color, bring in your countertop color or buy ca- countertops for me. Or you put know? your
0: countertop in your backsplash. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, let's do something
2: cool. Just a slice.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just <laughs> some little diamonds. Well, no, Just a I, it, it's been really good. Uh, thank you again for, for being here. Of and, course. I always love uh, coming and
2: talking to you guys.
0: Well, good, 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 good. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so we're, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, thanks for everyone uh, listening and, and uh, viewing our uh, show for today. We're here each and every Tuesday. And uh, if you've not already, go like the page. Uh, like our YouTube channel. That's really what you need to do. Uh, subscribe and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. That would really, really help us. Um, thanks for being here. And until next time, we'll see you later. See you.